scream inside your heart where you it's a box of chocolates it's a surprise every time you listen to an episode i'm sure my name is i mean it's not a surprise because they there's like an episode description and a title true you pick good titles by the way i'm always very happy with the titles you pick because i put thought into it yeah it's something i usually always agree with where i'm like yep that summarizes Andor is interesting title. Ten also, out of hi, ten. I'm Hank. Also, hello. that's Hank. Let's say hello to him. Hi, um, I'm Hank. We have questions from our lovely, sweet Prince Antonio. Totally yeah. by his free will and not me guilt tripping him before we started recording. But it's good. Don't, don't guilt trip him. <laughs> I only sent him. Let him live. I only sent him the pleading face emoji. That's it. That's it. Free Antonio. Free Antonio. I actually agree. I agree. Actually, I want Antonio to quit his job and go full time as a podcast uh, producer and creative director. That's his calling. Anyway, Antonio has two questions. The first one being, yeah, how the hell do I find clothes around here? It used to be as easy as just picking up, as just buying a pant and a shirt, and that was maybe your size or bigger. Nowadays, there's so much that goes into it. It's nuts. How tall you are, reach, torso size, clothes come more fitted than ever before. For example, for me to buy a good work shirt, I have to shop for a man's tall size and hope the sleeves roll up well enough because they are never long enough. But I am not tall, and you guys are. How do two tall men find clothes in today's age? I know it's hard to find shoes, but you got any strats you're willing to discuss? Um, so I'm a size 14 shoe. So generally, that is like the cutoff for most shoes, which I really lucked out on because like any bigger than that, generally, most shoes don't go bigger than that unless it's like more mm -hmm. specialized or something so i just kind of got clutch genetics on that um and then i guess for context for anyone that doesn't know i'm six foot five so generally when i'm clothes shopping my strat is um i don't like use any of like the measurements or anything like that um that like are on the website i probably should but whatever i just don't um I usually try uh, different brands out. And then once I kind of find a brand where I like the fit, I just go ham and buying like all different kinds of shirts from that one brand. And then I'm kind of good. Um, so like I'm very, uh, pants are way more obnoxious for me. Pants, mm -hmm. I feel like there's a more variety between like the sizes. Uh, with shirts, I generally like can do pretty well where if it's like a large tall or XL tall, depending on the brand, like generally it'll fit the way I want to fit and or give me enough room where I can like tuck it in or something because I don't like shirts that are too tight. I like that it's like more loose and fitted because uh, sometimes I have to wear an undershirt for work or um tuck it in for work so if it's like too tight then it just like i don't know doesn't look that nice so i would say um specialty like shops there's so many like tall and big 
shops stores online so like usually i search those out and then you know maybe we'll try on a shirt or like a pant and then it's like oh okay if i like the way that fits then get more if not return and find another place um but there isn't i guess a specific strap beside just kind of uh yeah just kind of um keep going at it till you find a brand that you like um and yeah i hope this leaves well well not because they're never long enough yeah it just kind of you talk to people too like if you have any friends with like similar builds as yourself then you, you gotta find out the deets find out where they shop because like more now than ever there's like so many different clothing brands that make all different kinds of shirts dress shirts polos etc um so yeah that that's kind of generally how i do it but i'm pretty also um frugal with like shopping so i'm like i feel guilty if i spend money on clothes pretty much so i mm -hmm. like don't like to shop that often but like when i do it's usually like a really good sale around like holidays or something um and then you just kind of find a brand and go wild is really my thing i don't have like a like for shirts again it's generally like if there's like a large tall fit like i'll get that but if there's just large and extra large i'll get extra large because sometimes like different larges without being tall are like more wide than they are long and same thing with XL. So that's like, you know, gives you a little room to work with. And then for pants and jeans, I like American Eagle jeans are generally the ones that I've found are consistent with like their sizes and what actually fits. Cause like, uh, you know, whatever the length and width on one kind of jean is even though it's the same number will fit so much more differently compared to another brand. So it just really a lot of trial and error. And then, yeah, for shoes, I've generally been lucky and I like maybe get like one pair of shoes a year. If that like probably once every like year and a half more likely. So yeah. And then just size 14. I know my shoe size. So that's generally easy. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Hank? So my feet are size 14 2E. So they're extra wide. So it's a unlucky. pain in the ass. <laughs> That's really unlucky. <laughs> but, uh, I, <laughs> like, I literally just order the same shoes off of Amazon since I've been nice. in... It's like, I don't know, since I was in high school, like just the same model of New Balance because they, they're good at making wide shoes so they fit. So I'm New like, Balance is like the done. official dad shoe. Uh-huh. It's good stuff, man. So I just live that life and I buy the, I wear them till they wear out, then I buy new ones. I forget which um, brand is at, at Costco, but I think, oh God, I might have to actually look it up. Uh, but those, like, Costco brand clothes, I f forget the name of it. Shit. Kirkland. Thank you. Kirkland Signature Stuff. That brand has been really good for finding 
like inexpensive shoes that fit me inexpensive like dress shirts and shit that like i don't feel like bad about kind of wearing out and shit so i suggest going there like their stuff is pretty good uh fit to size of what they say it is so that's another brand that i use more for work than like casual wear because i got like dress shoes and like work shoes there for like 20 bucks and it's like they last the year man before they get shitty and then you just get some new ones and then you're gucci yeah but new balance is a good brand too yeah i have a problem where i don't <clears throat> really own enough pants and then mm. my pants wear out and i need so i've only been buying emergency pants <laughs> <laughs> holy shit no like for this... work I, uh, how do I say this? Like, uh, I actually don't know how to say this. Um, dress pants generally don't last that long with me. So I was lucky at my uh, job that they let us wear jeans because some schools are like really strict with dress code, which I get, but also I don't because it's stupid. But, um, so being able to have jeans were a lifesaver because like with dress pants, like <laughs> a combination of just me being, I think, God, I don't know how to say this, um, big thigh and other things like would create holes in the crotch area and it would just uh -huh. be a mess. And same. <laughs> okay, so Hank gets it. Hank gets it. Like big thigh. I have stuff. Like with my job where I'm working all the time, I have like bruises on my inner thighs right now because they're just destroyed from work. Yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it is like, yeah. So I don't know if you have that problem, but like I've tried like different kinds of underwear and stuff to like reduce the sweat friction between crotch and thighs and package shit and it just generally doesn't work out so being able to have jeans like is so nice because whatever material they use for dress pants like it just gets so worn down and then you i would even take them to a dry cleaner and stuff and like it just would eventually just get so patchy and thin and then it just rips and then you're like oh great yeah, and like you can't really like <sighs> yeah man i don't know it's a struggle it's a big packaged big thigh man struggle situation mm -hmm. so i don't know how to really give advice for that besides jeans is like fucking okay but dress pants oh my god i would i don't even know i'd have to freaking get i've pants. never liked jeans for whatever reason this goes back to being I. a kid for the longest time i w if i had my dream i would just wear shorts like s sports shorts or like the yeah i guess that's what you just call them like the sports shorts that you like basketball shorts like mm -hmm. that's the dream like let me wear those all the time i was that weird kid that where it was like 30 40 degrees and they're like there's always that one kid that wears shorts yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> like because i love shorts man just like everything can breathe it doesn't get yucky they're comfortable the material like just fits me better i'm more comfortable wearing it and then with dress pants and shit like 
oh god it can just get so awkward depending on the fit of them and different things and like not enough room in the right areas without it being awkward and just a mess but yeah and i used to hate jeans too and i found them so uncomfortable before this american eagle brand that was like a specific kind of american eagle brand but they were like super comfy and stretchy and stuff so i like only wear those kinds of jeans where it has like the stretch material i forget what's called like woven in and stuff so it's like everything can breathe and be circulated and not sweaty and fit nice um so yeah those are okay but if i ever had to go to a job where it's like dress pants are mandatory i would just be like super fucked i'd have to like i don't know figure something out because yeah shit's very annoying make like more sweat resistant parts of dress pants for that area please and thank you i don't know maybe there is a brand out there yeah i don't know i just wear through pants i don't really think about it that much anymore because that's like these aren't gonna last i'm going to destroy these with my body (laughs) but that was the problem dress pants are so fucking expensive so i was like crying i was like no why are these dress pants like lasting like a month or two come on man i spent like 40 fucking bucks on them yeah Mm. the struggle but jeans man jeans would last me like a year so i was like oh my god i could finally like relax have peace of mind wearing them while with dress pants it was always like i had like a spider sense in the back of my mind of always being very cautious of like the quality and if it was thinning or not and oh god could i wear these i will also say it's really annoying to go into a store and you just they don't have socks you can buy like just like that it's hard to find <laughs> socks that fit oh that is... my god wait that's so fucking true actually it's, it's the worst wait <laughs> like, that's such a good socks. point oh my god like i they'll have like different kinds of socks that are like the low cut socks those fucking low cut socks i'll try them on and they like won't even get like past my heel and i'm like this is not how these are supposed to fit this is not good and then you yeah. get splinters or whatever the things on the back of your heel and it's just ah oh, the struggle man is too fucking real so i just nike knock on wood good brand i got like their I don't know, like tall man athlete socks and just, yeah, no, socks are a huge, huge struggle. Get the ones that stretch. They make your life so much better because either like normal socks will like get worn out or like throughout the day as you wear them, they like slowly, slowly start like going down, 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 down. And then in the middle of the day, you're like, wait a minute, why the fuck is my heel hurting? And then you look down and the sock is no longer covering the back of your foot. And then you have the blisters that I called splinters earlier, but yeah, you have the blisters and then it's game over, oh, man. Blister blisters. That's what you meant. Yes. Yeah. Those are different than splinters. Like, yes. You get, I have like got splinters due to apart, a lack putting... of socks, but no, <laughs> different, <laughs> different. But yes, that's also happened where like, I don't know, like, I, you know, when the kids are at the playground or something during recess and you have to, like, walk around and shit. And then you realize at the end of the day, oh, there's a piece of wood stuck to the bottom of the sock. And then I was stepping on it and now my foot really hurts. And then you have to get the tweezers and it just, oh, a whole mess, man. 
first world. Problems. I can't imagine walking around with a splinter, but oh, it's painful. Yeah, like you like have what to. I can't imagine is walking around a city with poison ivy on your feet. Ooh. That was a nightmare. That yeah, I would. I would. Require... My parents didn't believe me. How did they? Why would you lie? <laughs> I don't. They thought I was like tired of walking or something and i'm like my feet are in such pain and then like we get back and i take off my socks and like oh my god what happened because <laughs> my feet are like completely disgusting Ugh. like swollen and red and shit yeah Ugh. it was bad yeah like uh, they made me how- walk around all all of philadelphia with like my was it for like exploding. a vacation or something or like a day trip or- yeah we were yeah we were on a a, a trip yeah, I definitely would have, in the moment, like, just <laughs> sat down, took off my shoe and sock, and been like, "Look at it, look at it!" <laughs> like, ah, no, I have knock on wood, never gotten poison ivy. Like, I've been always like, it's super it's careful time. of that shit. Like, that I and mean, that's easily the worst place to get it because you're always well. It's the worst point case of poison ivy I've had. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not. I've fun, had man. I've had lesser cases, but. Yeah, it's whenever we would do like little forest adventures as we lads, I was always very like, like wherever we stepped or went through, I'd be like, oh, poison ivy, don't go over there. Don't do this. Don't do that. Also, long socks and jeans. OP. Yeah. It's good stuff. But yeah, hopefully that helps answer your question, Antonio. I don't know if it does, but yeah. No. I mean, I'll, like, I used to buy my pants at there's a specific store in New York that I can't remember what it's called because I only remember physically walking there. Um, mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I can't remember right now. It's been too long since I went there with the pandemic and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that in a while because of the world. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuff has been going on in case people don't know crazy heads up i haven't been in new york in over a year (laughs) when was the last time i went to new york it's been longer than that but yeah definitely (laughs) not going to anytime fucking soon maybe in 2022 when shit gets a little more under control and vaccinated and i don't know man I'm not looking forward to that adjustment period because the world's going to expect it to kind of just flip a switch and be, you know, everything's back to normal. And that will, that I just know myself, that's not how it's going to work for me. Like, it's going to take a while for me to, like, be able to reacclimate myself to, like, social situations and, like, feel normal. It's going to be weird. I mean, there, it's already started of people expecting things to be back to normal already. That, that is not, like, actually in the future. That is happening. All people are fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, yes. You're not wrong, but... People are so There's dumb. money to be made. True, on, baby. Man. Capitalism. You can't slow yeah. down. Or, you know, God forbid, learn from other countries where things are normal for a while, like Australia and New Zealand. Like, they're having fucking arena concerts... Oh and... man, it's all about that short-term gain. Uh-huh. Whatever take whatever you can get in the moment. Yes. 
even though that's all that matters. Spite your Does fucking it, face. Not about. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, no, that's not stuff. important. Yeah. And then there's still people a fucking year later. They're like questioning masks and wearing. And just like, please go. Like, just do everyone a favor and just like move to a cave or something. I like. I. I don't know. I've. I've lost any like grain of salt of grace or patience i have for those people and it's just like please just shut up go away like they're trying to control you man like please shut up <laughs> please like i got to a conversation with a family member unfortunately where they like oh, sent no. a meme about masks and you know it's about government control because if they actually cared about you know there's so many other things that are actually killing people and, da, 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 and i'm like so are you either in favor of more government control or less government control because like you're making it sound like you want more and then they're like no you have no idea like that's not what this is saying idiot da, da, da. then i'd be like then i just like copy and pasted like the paragraph whatever facebook shared meme and just replaced the word mask with seatbelts, and i sent it back to them i'm like this is what you sound like because it's the same shit like <laughs> the government yeah. doesn't care about you like they they're only using seatbelts to control you and it's like oh my god like just the lack of critical thinking skills it's just so annoying because it's like there are probably actual genuine conspiracy theories out there of like you know, proven government neglect or harm towards American citizens and different shit like that throughout the course of history. And it's like, bro, <laughs> the internet is there for you to learn and read shit from. Like, actual harmful things the government has done. Not, like, the government actually doing its job of trying to protect people. Like, uh, it's frustrating. But I'm sure you work in retail, so I'm sure you probably have to deal with at least one person a day that is, like, jushing about having to wear a mask and rolling no, their eyes or, or generally a bit That hasn't good. happened. No? no I'll see people who are, like, dripping their mask over their – not covering their nose, but, like, I can't mm. – whatever. I can't police that people. <laughs> people are stupid. That's the theme of the podcast. The part where my manager wasn't wearing a mask often enough, that was driving me Oh, crazy. that's always keeping fun. It, keeping it over under his chin. Oh, great. <laughs> Covering yeah. nothing. That chin coverage, though, no, that's, that's yeah, the, the key. The people, like, popping their chin down to, like, for, like, a, like <laughs> for whatever reason ever, I don't, I hate it. But it just happens. And I just. Yep. I'm not going to fight like, people. You want like a spray bottle? Just pss, pss, bad. Pss, pss, put back on the fucking mask. Yeah, people like people that wear masks but like don't wear them properly. I think are starting to annoy me more than people who don't wear masks because like at least okay, that's where you stand. Whatever, you're an idiot. But like these people believe in them and understand the science of them, and they're still like. No, nah, it doesn't have to cover my nose, bro. It's like, oh my god, make it stop. <laughs> You're so close and yet so far. <sighs> yeah. Second question from Antonio. When I asked for any other questions or topics, he said, yeah. Why is Hank the only other person playing Magic? And how hyped is he for time 
Spiral Remastered. Well, I can. I mean, I can't the be the only part. other person. I can't be the only other person because I. Whenever I click play match, it finds a game instantly. Always. You do versus. So there are people. plenty of people playing True. Magic in but, the world. I don't know. They exist. I lost interest. Ugh, excuse me. Um, after the new set, nothing really kind of appealed to me. So that was kind of my thing. It really wasn't anything kind of like too deep. It was kind of just like, eh, I, I did my job of, you know, getting whatever was platinum in a week. Enjoyed my deck. None of the really new cards or new things really interested me. So it's kind of like, and playing Magic dailies used to be like my nighttime routine. So I just kind of have a different nighttime routine. I was playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Finally finished that. Good game. Had a lot of fun with it. There are too many fucking moons in that game. And too much too content in that game. So fuck trying to complete that. I like got like 270 something moons. Like when I finished the game. And then I was kind of like. Yeah, like, when the mood strikes me, I may go back and, like, revisit the world and, you know, collect whatever moons I see, but I'm not about to, you know, look up at, you know, where the moons are and doing other stuff. Like, nah. Like, I just enjoyed um, doing as much as I saw and could do without, like, looking stuff up, you know? And that's where I kind of ended up, but it was a fun game. (laughs) I kind of couldn't get there in my headspace with that game, but I just it, the too many moons thing kind of just sapped the fun out of it for me at a certain point. No, I could see that. Like, I think um, what helped me was like because you can see the moon lists and stuff, and yeah. like one after when I beat the first world, and I was like, I like I felt really confident. I was like, oh my god, I went out of my way for everything. I traveled every square inch. I'm probably like 80% of the moons. Check the list, and I'm like one sixth of them. And I was like, all right, fuck this game. <laughs> like, so from that point on, I never checked the moon list ever. Cause I was like, if I go back and look at the moon list, I'm going to tilt myself. So I'm going to just do everything I can and do, explore everything, and then feel content with that and kind of tell myself, yep, that's all you could do. You did it not like yeah no like it was just it was just like a background nag the whole time and again i I played like through the whole i played all the way through that game i don't think i did like i don't think i did like darker side of the moon i didn't get like all the way through the extra stuff yeah no i unlocked like i dark but i I unlocked darker yeah yeah no thank you i do not get joy from doing boss rushes and shit like that like it's cool but like i mean i would i I, yeah i would like to i just like again it just stopped it didn't spark joy enough the way i wanted it to because i loved all the like the all the trailers i was so hyped for that game also i think i was also overhyped uh because i like the nightmare of cappy (laughs) possessing things that was hilarious to me (laughs) but in practice yeah also, also, I only really love Mario games where you have a run button, and you don't mm. have a run button in that game. Yeah, that took like me a while to get used to. It's not like I mean it, that's true for the Galaxy games. It's true for Mario sixty four. None of those games have a run button. It's not fun. 
it's it just doesn't click with me in the same way for whatever reason. It's not like I never don't hold down the run button. It shouldn't matter. I yeah. don't know why it does. It just does. So yeah. I liked when you could possess a Goomba, because when you possess a Goomba, their special action was having a run button. True! <laughs> and then, like, the little stack. Like, there are so many good things about that game. That was the... Yeah. Like, I, it's so, like, duh, obvious, but whatever. I'm, I only played it now. Shut up. No, everyone. there's stuff about that it's game that stuff. is so charming that I want to love it more than I do as part of it also. Yeah, I, like, I love the don't. little attention to detail with different things. There were some worlds where I was kind of underwhelmed with, but like I felt like most of the mid to later game worlds I really enjoyed a lot. So it, like it left on it on a good note. But there were some like early worlds where I was kind of like, eh, I'm not not feeling this. But then they like I feel like saved a lot of the stronger ones for the end, and I liked that and just. The Mushroom Kingdom at the end of the game was, oh, so made me so happy. Filled me with so much joy. I feel like the that. castle should have been bigger. What do you say? More involved. I feel like there should have been more involved with the castle itself in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, yeah. You just go in and then there's Toadad who gives you all bonus stars. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of nothing. But, I don't know. Just the sound effects and then the costume. I was like, ah, oh, feels good, man. But then... You unlock all these costumes, and it's like, holy shit. There is too much content here. <laughs> like, that's never a bad thing, but I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I went out of my way throughout this entire game to get coins wherever I saw them, and then here's all these things, and you can maybe afford, like, one of the extra costumes, and then buying endless moons was kind of cool. I like that feature because it's kind of like, hey, if there's some shitty ones that you just can't figure out or do, just pay 100 coins. And it's like, yeah, I like workarounds. But uh, yeah, good game. Very fun game. Uh, I need to find a new like nighttime game to spend. I've like, heard an of hour. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, that, that for a long time, for a long period of time magic was a great nighttime game but i now just the new i mean i went that. into with the release of this set um i was like i'm not gonna buy the mastery pass because i don't i kind of want to be able to like not play magic if i want to like last season i kind of felt like i needed to play because i bought the mastery pass early like an idiot and then mm. was like i'm not gonna play uh, I stopped playing for a little bit. Now I'm not going to get all the way through it, and that'll feel like a waste or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of playing t when I didn't necessarily felt it, and now, like, this season, I haven't bought it yet, and I'm playing every day, almost. Mm. <laughs> or, like, I'm not missing any dailies. Nice. Dailies aren't stacking up to be on three, I'm cause, but I'm just enjoying it. Good. I'm glad. And just because just I, thought, I thought the meta was fun and interesting, and I'm not seeing the same deck over and over again and you know i've found decks that i've enjoyed playing so. word so we had like pretty much like reverse experiences with the sets yeah. how you're feeling with yeah. this set is how i felt about the last one and then kind of same thing <sighs> reverse but yeah magic's fun game i'm glad i learned it and got into it maybe mm -hmm. i'll go back to it one day yeah with the like big thing for me has been it's this with this standard is like People have figured out, oh, this is the best deck, and now it wins. And now 
but then moving forward, people, everyone could beat that deck. Like that deck is not. Now mm. the meta has shifted again. Like the meta has been organically shifting without them having to ban additional cards <laughs> just because, um, oh my God. you know, people are changing their tactics. And nice. So it's more healthy. Then, like, just the percentage of who's playing what deck is changing. Yeah. No, that's good. Shout out Magic the Gathering. Maybe when it finally comes to phone, broken for tech, iOS, I can get back into it. <laughs> I think if it was on the phone, I'd be more into it. But it's like nighttime routine, man. I just want to turn on the night stream, put on, you know, put the laptop on my table, and then just kind of browse my phone, yeah. you know, and do phone yeah. things. I mean, it's also that I figured out my own broken tech that nobody else is playing that got me into the top nine hundred. So. Ooh. That's a rewarding feeling. <laughs> That's uh, shout out to Hank. And then I and then I and then I lost and fell out of the top 100. And then I climbed my way back into the top 900. Nice. Which felt really good because the only other time I'd gotten to the ranked numbers mm-hmm. was with uh, my my Azorius Mutate deck that got me to number 84. But that deck was weirdly only good for, like, that specific day. Mm. Like, the next day, that deck was trash and unplayable. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you hit when it the was, iron was hot. It was just a weird thing where, like, it was specifically good against decks that weren't playing removal. And for whatever reason in the meta, at that specific moment, no one was playing removal. And then they got the memo. And then they were like, maybe I should play some removal. And it's like, oh no, now my deck's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> One card that says destroy target creature and my whole strat is ruined. Shit. Did not think that. Rue. But hey, uh, you capitalized on it. Capitalized on it when you could, so yeah. that's always fun. But yeah, bring it to And I did it on video, which is always the best. Nice. <laughs> because uh, like uh, I, I got to Mythic once with Niv-Mizzet and I didn't record it and I regret it forever I think most of the other times I've I've at least recorded my last game to get into Mythic just like press record for that like I streamed for 15 minutes when I hit Mythic this time <laughs> hey, because I like you know? I was like I'm one match away here's my deck let's load up this match and then I won and I was like alright I'm done peace right. <laughs> peace <laughs> clocking out <laughs> Oh, that's sick. The game took like 10 minutes. I streamed for like 15 minutes. I'm out. He showed up after I called it. <laughs> you, you know, you, you came, you had a mission, you came and did it. But yeah, I think I will get back into Magic Mr. Ace when it's on the phone. Then I think I can. Well, iOS, I guess I should say specifically. Um, yeah, because it's on. It's Android, on uh, the already. Androids. But yeah, there you go. Bam. Um, yeah. And then as his... far as time spiral remaster, yeah, is his other part of his question. I'm super hyped for the. I would. I would love if I lived in a world where I could go physically go to a pre-release for this set. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm less hyped for this specific set than I would be specifically because I'm not going to be able to play it in paper. Um, this would be a. I would be so excited to play this in paper, but I ha I 
went to the regular time spiral pre-release like i have a lot the regular time spiral cards aren't that interesting to me the reprints in the bonus sheet are super neat and i want them but also i i remembered time spiral last time and you don't really get as many the bonus sheet the rarity of bonus sheet cards is like bad <laughs> it's like mm. worse than you think it is so that's it or worse than you maybe want it to be if that's your your main draw or whatever um although this time they at least they didn't put in like bad cards in the bonus sheet like original time spiral they had like squire as like a joke so you could get like a sweet like rare card that's really good or you could get a one mana one two that literally is one of the most common it's like a super base set common uh so they didn't they didn't pull that joke because they realized that wasn't fun <laughs> <laughs> no that doesn't sound fun <laughs> high highs low lows just oh yeah get rid of the low lows i don't know i'll buy some time spiral remaster and roll the dice roll the gambler's dice or whatever i don't know nice but if like if it were coming to arena, I'd be more excited. But like I'm not. Oh, it's not I'm not gonna play a. If if arena didn't exist, I might have considered playing a, time spiral, remastered like pre-release for Magic the Gathering online, which I have done before. I I used to do that back before arena existed. But mm-hmm. at this point, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that gonna makes do sense. that. But yeah, shout out to Time Spiral Remastered. It would <laughs> be a great. It would be a great a set that is unfortunately a thing that's great for playing in person, and uh, that's not happening. So. Well, invest in it now, and then when it's in person time, reap all the rewards. I don't know. No, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Antonio's third thing was his brain hurts. So shout out to Antonio. Same. Hopefully Same. his brain feels better. And hopefully your brain feels better too, Hank. Take no, the that's Advil. Not gonna happen. Advil and water. That's, water? Yes. Staying hydrated. Oh. Super important. Water. Water underrated as shit, man. Like Water. The difference between being hydrated and not being hydrated and how it affects moods and shit. I don't know, man. That's some secret. It's almost like in one case you're dying. (laughs) In the other case, you're alive. Yeah. And your stuff is getting the stuff it needs. (laughs) Highly recommend. But on that note. Yeah, dying sucks. (laughs) It's no good. Can we end the podcast there? <laughs> just, just cut it off right at Dying sucks. <laughs> then just, yep, that's it. We're done. Nope. Can't do it. Can't. I don't know if we could top that. <laughs> just the name of the podcast. <laughs> I'm so I mean, that's think it's Dying like Sucks is definitely morbid, the title. But yeah. It's not. It's, it's about pants. You know what? Um... Speaking of... Ooh, it's About Pants is also a good title. Huh. <laughs> What's the freaking line from Kirby's Epic Yarn? This grass feels like pants. It feels like pants. 
the grass it feels like pants there we go bring it back to kirby's epic yarn as we always should but i hope you all have a wonderful night stay hydrated make sure your brains don't hurt uh wear your masks properly find sure